Good morning, brothers and sisters. Thank God for giving me this opportunity to serve with you today. In two weeks, it's Christmas. Today is the third and one Sunday. The theme is peace. Before I share, let us pray. Dear God, thank you for this time. Please be with all of us. Talk to us through your words. We commit all this to you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother and sister, do you know the meaning of peace in the Bible? Today I will tell you what this. Many people always think that peace means without trouble. No problem. Actually, the meaning of peace is more widely. Peace in Hebrew in the Old Testament is Salom. And in the New Testament, the Greek is Irene. The name Irene is from that word. Salom is more than just simply peace. It is a complete it is a complete peace. It is a feeling of condemnment, completeness, wholeness, well-being, and harmony. Salom means health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, rest, and the balance of agitation or discord. The Israel will use the word Salom to greet each other when they meet together. Today, I would like to say salam to all of you, wishing you all to have peace in your hearts. No matter in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, the word peace appears many, many times. It means, it means that this word was very important. Many people thought the Bible is a book of peace. Many brothers and sisters also like to use peace at the end of their email or message to wish the adjusted to have peace in their heart or wish them anything okay. There are some people for peace has another meaning. These are some of them. They think peace is need. Everyone is looking forward to peace. Many people expect to enjoy having peace in their life forever. Peace is pillar. It can support our wonderful lives and our happiness. Peace is blessing. Many people say if they have a harmony family, all the family members are safe and they can experience the blessings. Do you think peace is important? I totally agree that peace is very significant to us. Unfortunately, we are living in a fragile, insecure world. People desire peace because there is no harmony between people in our life course. There are lots of personal desires and sins in our heart that created the uneasy feeling. This mentality makes us lose peace. But we thank God because of the true meaning of Christmas. It's the living God who awarded our lives by the birth of Jesus Christ to bring hope, love, joy, peace, and salvation to all the people in the world. We only need to rely on God to get a true peace. This is the meaning of God's 
promised to say, Peace be with you on Christmas. Christmas is a day of joy to the world, a day full of joyfulness and happiness, and also a day of sharing. I would like to share with you my sermon topic today is Salome, Peace, and Peacemaker. You can see my sermon outline in, in the bulletin. You can, uh, you can look at it and uh, uh, to listen to me. In the beginning, we need to understand the relationship between Jesus Christ and peace to reflect the grant of peace from God in the scriptures of Luke chapter 2, 10 to 14. First of all, we need to know God's blessing. God gives us peace. Christmas has brought us the feeling of peace and to Christians, Christmas symbolized peace. We are so named in light when Jesus was born, silence light. Do you know why we didn't call the light when Jesus was born? Happy night, bless the night, but silence light. If you want to know the answer, we need to understand the relationship between Jesus Christ and peace. According to Luke chapter 2, 10 to 14. Can we read together? 1, 2, 3. Do you know why we didn't call the light? When Jesus was born, happy night or better life or silent life? This is my question. Oh, sorry, we read together. One, two, three. <laughs> but the angels say to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today is the town of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appear with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to man on whom this favor rests. The Bible verse 14 mentions the day when Jesus Christ was born, the angel proclaimed him to the shepherds, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to man on whom his favor rests. Do you know why God didn't give us health or wealth, but give us peace instead? I think many people prefer to have health and wealth, but not peace. They may believe that if they are in good conditions and riches, they will have peace automatically. They think when they got degrees, car, house, spouse, and children, they have peace already. Some people think that if they study hard, they will get a bright future and being rich would give them peace. Nevertheless, they never pay attention that they may be sick or misbehavior in their final exam. Many people lose more when they just wanted to chase the degrees. Some people think that when they work hard and have a stable income, after that, they will have peace. Later, they may find out the financial crisis will create layoffs. A lot of people will lose their jobs. The people who work very hard will become unemployed just in one day. 
these circumstances possibly happened in a short time without notice. When it has happened, no one can escape, including you and me. Do you think we really can control our health or wealth, or would we lose all of them at any time? When we think seriously, we will discover that our health and wealth are not under our control. Even if we are healthy now, we may be sick one day. We may die when we are getting old, even though we are rich. We may lose it by gambling, by your children, or by someone who cheated you. If you are lucky, you can keep all your money, your wealth, but when you leave this world, you still cannot bring us one sense with you. So we can understand, no matter if we are healthy and wealthy, we still cannot have the true peace. We also cannot control our peace just like we cannot control our life either. You may ask, can we get peace from other people? Some people believe when they have a spouse, or children, they won't be lonely. They will have peace. But when they are getting old and facing the death, they may discover they don't have peace because even though they have family and friends, they will be lonely and helpless when they die. If we don't know where or what will happen after we die, we have no peace. No one can give us peace. We can totally understand now We cannot get the true peace from us or other people. But we thank God for he told us from the Bible. The true peace only comes from God through his only son, Jesus Christ. According to the Bible, God loves us so much by sending his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to give us the true peace. We cannot get this true peace from anyone else. We will not lose this peace in Christ, no matter what situation. Even death cannot deprive our peace. It is the precious Christmas gift from God that when we accept Jesus Christ to be our Savior, we become God's child, then we will have the true peace from God. Brother and sister, our life's blood will rush our peace. Just like people may take all our wealth, we will lose our health when we're getting older, when, we, when the death comes, all our belongings will be forfeited. But the true peace from God will be with us until we see Jesus again in heaven. Jesus Christ told us in John 14, chapter 14, 17, 77 says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled, and do not be afraid. This Bible words told us the peace from Jesus is different from the world. The true peace from God means we still have peace no matter if we are unemployed, poor, or sick. We still have Peace when we feel lonely and don't have a family or friends among us. We still have peace even though we are facing the death because 
we know where we are going when we die. True peace is not a peace in everything goes very smoothly, but in the trailing sea and a very hazardous situation. True peace is not if we have lots of money and no health, but in hardships. Brother and sister, when we have this true peace, we can have the strength to overcome the difficult, to run out from our life bottom valley. Even though we are experiencing the storm in our life, we still have the true peace in our hearts. The true peace can help us to give our life full of faith, strength, and hope. Of course, there is only one way to find true shalom, the true peace, and that is in the Word of God. Many search for fulfillment, happiness, and contentment in material possessions money, sex, and entertainment. But those things do nothing to fill that little hole in our soul that only can only God can fill. Those things only serve to distract and prevent us from finding true, true peace. The salon that can only come from Him who created and put all things into place. Christmas is to celebrate the day Jesus Christ was born. Christmas is the day to proclaim God's peace with all of us. The manger is the evidence of the true peace. God sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to this world to seek it and give us the true peace. If we reject God and His true peace in this world, we cannot get this true peace from other places. Please remember, what we get from this world is temporary and will be lost any time. And we, we leave this world. We are nothing and we cannot go anywhere we want. God's true peace cannot be taken away, even the dear death. People can take away our money. We will lose our, 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 well, our health when we are getting old. Death can take away everything we have. But nothing can take away our true peace from God. What is our response? When we accept the true peace from God, we need to respond. What will be our response be? Five, the Bible, Matthew chapter five nine said, "Blessed are the are the peacemakers, for they will be called." Sons of God. This is our responses. Strive to be a peacemaker and be a channel of God's peace. What's peacemaker? A peacemaker means a person who makes peace, including spreading God's gospel, having the ministry of reconciliation, and seeking peace and pursuing it. A peacemaker is one who makes peace by reconciling parties that are at variance. We know God sent Jesus Christ come to the world to make peace by reconciling with God. So God wants us to be like Jesus, to be a peacemaker because we are his children. I will give you some suggestions about how to be a peacemaker. First of all, we reconcile with God and return to Christ. 
If you are determined to be a peacemaker, first of all, you have to liberate from the bad behavior in the world and to have the life of Jesus Christ. According to Romans chapter 12, 17 to 18, say, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. If we try to tell our best to live at peace with everyone, we have to put all our energy to invest in the Harmony Foundation. As we are the brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to try our best to put our effort to give our opinion, pray for unity, to work together with one heart, and focus on the same goal, desire to spread the gospel, to expand God's kingdom. We also need to confront our common enemy, the evil Satan, with one heart. We cannot let it have the opportunity to attack us, to destroy the peace in our midst. Secondly, be holy and be a peacemaker. To be a peacemaker is not giving up our Christianity faith because if we are not holy, we cannot be harmony and the West will be a mess. No harmony, be a mess. We only need to hold high the cross of Jesus Christ so that we will have the direction and the power of peace. To be a peacemaker is to not resign oneself to adversity. Love to be peace is not evaded from combat. It's taking the initiative to face the fact to undermine the conspiracy and deception from the people who don't want to have peace. Even if we know we will face many difficulties and trials, we are still unflinching towards the peace. The Christianity faith is to maintain the duality of the church and also to preserve the holiness of the church. The last one. Respect God's command and love one another. In the Bible, John chapter 13, verse 34 to 35 say, A new command is I gave unto you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Brother and sister, and gave God's command, love one another, then we will not demand perfect brains, perfection brains, and will not be picky by all means. In contrast, we always protect, always persevere, and in humility consider others better than ourselves. Even though we cannot figure it out for a short time, we need to embrace God and try to extend a friendly hand, shake hand, and make peace. As Christians, we need to be a peace model in our family especially to manage the conflict between spouses. The agreement of innos 
we need to put extra effort to express our love to dissolve the dead lot. As for God's family, the church, when we get along with other brothers and sisters, we need to be sincerity, be peace with all men, and keeping a clear conscience. Don't spread out and believe any untrue matter easily. As Paul taught us, no matter we are in our own family or in church, we have to do as in efficiency. Chapter 4, 29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out from your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. In addition, if we can look up the love of the cross of Jesus Christ in everything, we can settle any contradiction. Brother and sister, when we are willing to stray to be a peacemaker, God's promise will be achieved. What is God's promise? In Matthew chapter 5, 9 say, Blessed are the peacemaker. Our peacemaker is blessed. What is the blessing then? The answer is, For they will be called sons of God. Because sons of God is not the gender, not male or female. Son in the Bible is an identity and a status. Just like the son's appearance, character and behavior may be like the father's. The father will take care of the son and the son will inherit the property of the father. Christians have a heavenly identity. When we repent to become Christian, we are the family of God, his son. We need to acknowledge we should live like God in his good and beauty, in his honor and glory to this world, to be a good witness as thought and life to glorify God. Brother and sister, God's children is belonging to God to reflect God's personality and his glory. We should understand and lead to the meaning of life. On the other hand, if we are the sons of God, we have to be a peacemaker and make peace with others. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. He is our model as he confronted what he had experienced that none of us could bear in the world. What can we do when we face unfairness and unrighteousness? God said, It is mine to avenge. I will repay. The Bible also taught us, He who stands firm to the end will be saved. Let us conclude today's message. As for God's promise, we can have the true peace from God when we become his child. Whether peace or harmony, the first thing we need to do is to reconcile with God. Restore the relationship with God. When the relationship with God is right, we will have the true peace. Christians coming to the Lord are called by God. We come to reconcile with God, to recognize him, to get close to the creator of all creation, and God of eternity. We will have true peace when the relationship and position with God is pure. 
is because of the sins of man keep us away from God, but by God's grace, Jesus Christ achieved the peace between God and man. Jesus brought us the true peace. God cares for us, and Jesus Christ keeps and looks after us. We can have the true peace in the world. Yet, inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. We still have peace when we believe that God's guidance in our worries. Our response. When we have the true peace from God, we have to be a peacemaker. It's because God is faithful and His promise never fail. If we want to be God's favored children, we need to try our best to be a peacemaker. We need to love and forgive those who offend us. Do not remember their faults. Moreover, we need to spread out the gospel to let more people to get the blessing from heaven to glorify God. Brothers and sisters, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. At the end, I would like to share with you the prayer of St. Francis. Let us read together. One, two, three. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is a hatred, let me show love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and this is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I wish the prayer of St. Francis can encourage us to remember how God loves us and give us the truth alone, the true peace. We have to strive to be a peacemaker, to be a witness to God and need people become Christians who can have the true peace from God and try our best to live at peace with everyone. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your wonderful words to remind us the true peace you have given to us through Jesus Christ who died on the cross. This true peace can help us to still have peace no matter if we are in hardships. We will have peace when we can face our life's difficulties because we know that you are always with us to accompany us and walk with us in our daily path. We praise you. We also thank you for reminding us that we need to be a peacemaker, a channel of your peace to witness you in our daily life because we are your children. We have to be like our Heavenly Father. We pray that you can always help us to keep your words in our hearts. We can conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ by the reminding of the Holy Spirit to glorify you in our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.